The only thing more important to manufacturers within house heat treat departments than heat treat materials and heat treat processes are the heat treating minds that make it all happen. In what many consider to be a mature market, the metals market, there's ongoing concern that young, inquisitive, ambitious, and ingenious minds are not entering the industry. Today's podcast, the first ever metallurgical poster child, may change your mind. Let me introduce you to... My name is Haley Sandgren. I work at Electric Boat. Haley Sandgren is just one of thousands of sharp minds that have graduated recently from a number of material science and metallurgical programs around the country. While many are concerned there's a brain drain going on in the metals industry, once you get to know Haley, you'll not be near as concerned. Here's more about Haley. So thanks so much for agreeing to be interviewed. Oh, you're welcome. I'm honored that you asked me to participate. So you work at Electric Boat. Tell us a little bit more about what you do there. Uh, I'm a materials engineer, so I work in the metallurgy group, and we're technically a part of quality engineering as opposed to design engineering or construction. Uh, but we work hand-in-hand in with design, with construction, we work on boat submarines that are already commissioned. So Electric Boat is the company that makes the submarines for the Navy. So I understand you went directly to Electric Boat right out of grad school. So tell us a little bit about your undergrad. Where did you go? I went to Worcester Polytechnic Institute. And how about your master's degree? Where did you get that? I did my master's degree there as well. And uh, what was your master's degree in? My master's degree is in materials science and engineering. It's a master of science in materials science and engineering. Okay, so both undergrad and grad work at WPI in Connecticut. Uh, what did you? What was your focus on your in your grad studies? I did my thesis uh, working with titanium. So if you're working in the metals uh, part of WPI, that means you probably were working with uh, Dr. Rick Sisson, yeah. Yeah, he was the uh, the head of the department. He was also the head of graduate studies or the dean of graduate studies at the time. Yep. But my my thesis advisor was Dr. Diana Lados. Okay, so with Dr. Lados, what what exactly were you focusing on? What were, what part of titanium were you studying? So there were several aspects to my thesis, but. What I was working on was characterizing fatigue, the early stages of fatigue crack growth in titanium. Um, the titanium was produced by, by additive manufacturing. So that, that's very interesting, actually. Uh, so were you comparing the differences in fatigue characteristics between additive manufactured titanium and the more traditionally manufactured titanium? My project specifically was studying the fatigue crack growth in relation uh, using 3D X-ray tomography, which basically is a way of X-raying the metal while the fatigue crack gr is growing and recording a 3D image of that happening. Um, so... But I was also working alongside a student who was focusing more on comparing 
different, you know, the additive manufactured titanium with the normal titanium that we see day to day. So my results were compared with those, but they were almost combined with her results to have a more full picture. She was a PhD student working on a very, very similar project with the same advisor. So very interesting. But now that you're done and you look back on your grad school experience, what sticks out in your mind? What what did you enjoy? Was there something that that you uh, remember? I think that the most enjoyable thing was learning about all the different aspects of material science in general, Um, because there are just so many aspects to it. It's so in-depth, and it's also so, it seems like it's such a young, budding area of study. You know, I feel like we still don't know very much about what we're doing with with material science, and it's very little known to most people unless they happen to be studying it, you know. It's not something that people know about unless they study oh, it. So it's really, really good to hear you uh, say that you think the industry is young and budding. Very refreshing. So, so let's investigate how it was that you first got interested in metallurgy. From what you told me previously, you said you, it, it started in high school, right? Where, where, did you get, where, where did you go to high school? I went to Norwich Free Academy. Also in Connecticut. And did did you enjoy high school? Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I try to enjoy my life in every stage that it's in. But sometimes I'm glad when a certain thing is over. And I think I was, I think that's how I felt about high school. I was, I was done with it when I, when I graduated. I, I understand. I understand. Uh, but, but you had at least one good experience in high school that moved you a bit closer to metallurgy, no? What, uh, what happened there? that piqued your interest in metallurgy? Norwich Free Academy has a big arts program. And one of the classes that I got into was a metalworking class. I took it my sophomore year in high school and I loved it. It was so interesting. You know, we were annealing metal and shaping it and re-annealing it and soldering. And it was very interesting. I, at that time, I of course had no idea that I was, utilizing metallurgical principles to make the things that I was making. But um, I continued that for the rest of my high school career, and I loved it. And that's what made me decide I wanted to do mechanical engineering because I thought I loved making things. So, And I also loved math and science. Um, so after that, I was in college for... It must have been a sophomore pursuing the mechanical engineering route, and I wasn't very happy with it. I was trying to pick a concentration. WPI offers concentrations in the mechanical engineering field, so you can focus on um, heat transfer or an environmental aspect. And what that means is it's more intensive than having a minor because you take six high-level classes in your concentration, um, and one of the options was materials. And I was like, you know, that sounds pretty interesting. Like, maybe maybe I'd be into that. And I started putting it together. I was like, you know, yeah, I, I, I did metalworking in high school. It was my favorite thing. So plastics was the first class that I took, and it was really difficult, 
but I loved it. It was just fascinating, you know, to, to learn. It, it kind of was just blowing my mind learning about, you know, why this plastic was chosen to make this table that I am writing my notes on right now. Um, and I kind of started, it started opening my eyes to the world in this whole new way, understanding why certain materials work for certain applications and why certain materials don't and all of that sort of thing. And how about metallurgy? Metallurgy was one of the following classes that I took. Um, for my for my degree, like I said, I tried to stay pretty broad in, in what I was learning about, mostly because I wanted to be able to take my degree in materials and apply it in a variety of places because I wanted to be able to get a job, you know, and I wanted to like whatever my job was. And I wanted to be equipped with the knowledge to pursue it. However, um, I also, when I got my master's degree, I wanted to have a thesis. And the professor that I got hooked up with for that was actually most of the professors at WPI were focusing on metals. So it kind of happened organically. Um, But metals, of course, are very interesting to me. And like I said, the metalworking class always kept me really interested in that aspect of things. Okay, super. That That's interesting. So let me ask you a kind of an odd question. Uh, did you ever get any negative feedback from anyone when you told them you were thinking about going into the metals industry and doing metallurgy? Um, I don't recall anything out of the ordinary or different about their reaction to that. I think by the time I was choosing my degree, everyone kind of knew I was just going to do whatever I felt was right and that I was going to work really hard at it. So they didn't really have any worries for me. Well, nice. That's that's great. So I assume, Haley, that you're happy currently at Electric Boat, but, but if you could pick a dream job, and hopefully none of your uh, current uh, colleagues are listening, what would it be if you had to pick your dream job? Someday I'd really like to be involved in the medical device field um, because, well, what's amazing to me about the medical device field is it combines a lot of different uh, aspects of materials. Obviously there's metal involved because you have tools that are being used for surgery. For example, you have hip implants that are made out of metals. Um, but you also have to consider the body, the human body, and as its own material. And I find that very fascinating. Um, and I also think that it would be really rewarding because big picture, you're helping people walk or you're helping people feel better or survive some kind of surgery. So there's a lot of cool aspects to that kind of field. So that's something that I would really like to be a part of someday. So there's Haley Sandgren, heat treat today's first poster child. Is that not encouraging? But let's get beyond metallurgy and find out a bit more about Haley the person. So Haley, we assume you're not a workaholic. So what exactly is it you do when you're not working? Um, Lately with my free time, I work on planning a wedding. (laughs) Uh, This is probably a good time for full disclosure. 
Haley is engaged to marry my wife's nephew, Alex Fox, Al Bob, as we used to call him, before he got taller, stronger, and more handsome than I ever was. And uh, at the time of this interview, Haley had how much time left until she gets married? Six months from now, plus two days. But who's counting? So Haley's actually not some randomly chosen metallurgical poster child. She's all but family. But let's get back to what she likes to do when she's not planning a wedding. When I'm not planning a wedding, I like to do yoga or exercise in some way. I, I like to do art. Admittedly, haven't been doing a whole lot of it. But when I do crafts, I always am very happy with that. Um, and I like to cook, too. So in the art world, what, what specifically do you like? Um, well, I still love metalworking. Um, I don't have a whole lot of tools for that at the moment. I have a handsaw, so sometimes I'll make uh, sculptures. Um, kind of a little bit of everything otherwise. Even just I have one of those adult coloring books that I like to use sometimes. Okay, so let me change gears a little bit. Uh, uh, random question. Favorite app? Doesn't have to be work-related. Just what's your favorite app? I would say my current favorite app is the Pinterest app, <laughs> um, which I got back into after getting engaged. But I like it because I can I can see lots of cool crafts that I might be able to do on the weekend or interesting ideas. There's a lot of there's a lot of content on there. Recipes too. I get a lot of recipes off of that. Okay, so final set of questions. I want to ask you three questions and just uh, give me whatever pops to your head. First one is Mac or PC? PC. Print or digital? Uh, print or digital what? Good question, good question. The way, the way you like to consume your information, are you more of a print magazine person or do you consume your information digitally, like a digital consumer? I would say digital. That's personal as well as professional? Yes. You don't get print magazines for anything? Uh, not usually. Sometimes I'll print something that I obtain digitally, depending on how I want to read it, if I want to take notes in it. For example, um, like the class that I took recently came with an online textbook, but I printed that out so that I could take notes and highlight things in it. Okay, that, that makes sense. So one last either-or question for you. Would you prefer a high-paying job or a flexible work environment? Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I'm a routine kind of person, so probably high pay. <laughs> So there you have it, friends, a real live metallurgical poster child. If you're looking for a very well-educated, highly intelligent, smart, and aspiring young metallurgist, please get in touch with me by email, and I'll be glad to connect you with Haley Sangren, soon to be Fox. You can email me at doug at heattreattoday.com. Or if you know of someone that you'd like to see profiled, you can also get a hold of me at the same email address, doug at heattreattoday.com. Metallurgical Poster Child podcast is a sole property of Heat Treat Today and cannot be reproduced without permission and appropriate attribution. 
Metallurgical Poster Child was produced and mixed by Jonathan Condon of Butler, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm.